We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of... Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 142. Today we've got some cancellation and renewal news, a preview of Comic-Con 2012, which I can't believe is only a week away, um, a discussion of Bunheads, Saving Hope, and Awkward, with a little reality check and some TV on DVD. You can find the full show notes with time codes for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 142. I am Amory from mytakeontv.com. I am Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com, and joining us this week is... Sandrine from tvequals.com. Sandy's here! Yay! Hey, our old friend. We've been friends. We've we've been in the TV world together for what? Like, I feel yeah. like it's been at least six years. Yeah, it's been a it's long like time. It's like a lifetime in Hollywood, yeah. right? It's like a lifetime in internet time. <laughs> exactly. It's a long time. So yeah. So welcome, welcome Thank to uh, the podcast. Thank you for again. having me back once again. Yay! So we're talking um, lots of news. Actually, there's a surprising amount of news for the week that it is. Like it's July. Like. This is weird. Um, but ABC has picked up Rookie Blue for a fourth season, and I haven't watched it at all since maybe the first episode of season one. Yeah, well, that just means that I'll watch one more episode of it since I've watched <laughs> the first episode of each season. And nothing I've seen no improvement and moved on. What? I, am, I the only one, am I the only one who loves this show? I really do love it. <laughs> I watch every season, so... No, you're not the only one because I've seen a lot of people online talk about it. Yeah, I love it. It's really great. I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a chance. Maybe I'll catch up. I don't know. Probably not. Um, <laughs> and another show, this show was surprising for me. A, not surprising that it was renewed, but Amy has renewed Longmire for a second season. Um, surprising that I liked it. Um, and I'm enjoying the show. And I don't like Katie Sackhoff. We all know that. But I still like the show. And I still like actually her in the show, weirdly. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. Kind of came out of uh, nowhere, really. Like, didn't even really yeah. see much about it beforehand just like a few ads here and there and you're like what is that and then decided to check it out since it was playing right after the glades another show that ray and i talked this is not related to the news but ray and i were talking about this the other day there's like something one or two things every episode of the glades and i'm like how how this is so annoying like why is he reading medical records over the phone to her instead of just faxing them right away but i still love the show anyway (laughs) unrelated at least he Um, finally came up with that idea too yeah, when he got sick of reading, like, page after page. Just dumb. Anyway, um, CBS has uncanceled Unforgettable, which I kind of love that, which will return for next summer. Do you think that people are going, I mean, for lack of a better term, how are they going to remember the show? <laughs> like, I love the show, and I'm really glad about it, but I think that it was, like, me and Marissa from GMMR were, like, the two people watching it. Well, the two people in the uh, 18 to 49 demographic. Exactly. There was like 10 million people in the, <laughs> above that that were watching it. Uh, but, you know, I'm perfectly happy for it to come back. Like, I, I watched it, um, but I'm just interested in potential, more potential scripted options from the networks over the yeah. summer. Agreed. So actually, I'm surprised about a bunch of stuff that I'm about to say out loud. HBO has renewed The Newsroom for a second season, True Blood for a sixth season, and Eastbound and Down for a fourth. Now, the reason I'm surprised about Newsroom is because it's gotten so many like bad reviews about what happens in episodes two on, 
like everybody loved episode one, but then hated it from beyond that. I thought that they were going to wait a little longer to announce a pickup. And then True Blood, I mean, I feel like True Blood will never go away. And Eastbound and Down, I thought was a surprise because I thought it had already been canceled. <laughs> yeah, I thought it had officially been canceled, but apparently it just was hanging out there and was likely to be. But Maybe they just had like a good idea. Well, I don't watch the show. I don't, I don't like Danny McBride at all, but maybe they just had like a really good idea for the season and they were like, this is how we can kind of wrap it up. I don't know. Could be. It's interesting about the newsroom because I I watched the first episode. I haven't watched episode two yet. So, but I I yeah, did. Yeah, I either. And I loved the first episode. Yeah, me too. So, but I did. I think uh, one of our uh, our writer who writes the review, she didn't like. I don't. I don't think she liked the second episode either. So that it's interesting that it seems that she's not the only one who didn't like it. So oh, yeah. I'm I'm curious to watch it now. Yeah, of the people that got you know the uh, they got screeners. They got the first four episodes. Uh, of of the of the people that I've seen that have watched all four, even if they didn't like the show as you know that much, they still say that the first episode is the best of the first four. So like even the people that didn't like it say that the first episode is, but the people that liked it say that it it, it you know it doesn't you know stay up with the which would be hard to do considering the type of episode that it is. But yeah, but when both sides of people that like the first episode and people that didn't like the episode agree that it doesn't get better from here that's not a good sign yeah you're that's why i was not expecting a, a renewal at least for a while so yeah we'll see where that plays out more stuff here showtime i think this i kind of felt like this was already out there too but showtime announces that season eight will be the last for dexter and i guess i read an interview that the showrunner or one of the writers said um, they had asked for season seven to be their final episode or their final season. And Showtime said, you know, let's do two more. And so they're doing seven and eight as like a full two season arc. But I think that's cool. That'll be interesting. I, um, yeah, hopefully. I mean, I, I can't say that I was a big fan of season seven. So I'm just kind of <laughs> waiting to see how season sure. eight, you know, turns out the whole Deb storyline just didn't work for me at all so and it sounds like they're going to keep like going with it too which yeah. that's the one big thing um that like i didn't love about the, you know so much was good you know edward jade's almost and all that stuff but that deb stuff i don't know why they're going to keep going with it but we'll, we'll see what happens i will cross my fingers that it kind of returns to form yeah. um this this show's oh TBS has renewed Men at Work for a second season. I like, I'm pained every time I watch it. I finally deleted my recording, like serious recording. I just oh, don't, no. I don't get it. I, I enjoyed the first episode, but it's it's a very typical um, sitcom, I guess. So it's you know, it's just I don't think it, you should take it too seriously. It's like nice to watch when you have when you want some. Wait, I'm not supposed to take the comedy seriously. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, you know, it's not going to like, you're not going to think about your life watching this. This is a very light comedy. And, you know, and sometimes it's nice to watch something like that, at least to me. But I don't, I don't watch, I don't watch Men at Work. I just watched the first episode. So I don't know how, how it evolved from there. It hasn't. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. Is it still pretty, it's still pretty tired on the, the jokes are, I don't know. They're they're pretty weak most of the time uh, where they where they go with stuff and uh but it's it's doing relatively well and I think TBS is probably has a low 
threshold these days since they're trying mm-hmm. to really increase their own produced shows, you know, not just having reruns of right. of stuff in syndication. So, yeah, I think a lot of, uh, you know, Sullivan and Son that comes up at the end of the summer is pretty much about the same, right? <laughs> it's right on par with, yeah. with minute work, uh, you know, comedy wise. So it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. Um, and our last bit of news, TNT has renewed Dallas for a second season and Rizzoli Isle for a fourth. I love Rizzoli and Isles, and I don't really know why, but I just think it's fun. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, whatever. I like Dallas. I, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it, and I never saw the original, so it was kind of interesting. I was, I was going to say the same thing. Like, I'd never seen – I think it was just a little bit before my TV watching time, and – I never watched it, and now I thought it was just really smartly done. Yeah, I think they've done a good job of putting the two, you know, the the new and the old together, mm-hmm. uh, and making the the previous cast is relevant to the storylines. You know, it's not just to get into these younger characters. Uh, so right. it really does feel like Dallas from the the previous version. I wasn't really sure about it after watching. I was like, eh, it's all right, but I've continue to watch it and you know there's not really anything else on on Wednesday nights so I <laughs> just continue to watch and it's you know it's pretty good uh I I really like the JR character it's just he inhabits that role yeah like in the last episode where they had him at the the Dallas football game and you know JR Ewing on the big screen and stuff it was so like he just inhabits that role and or the other line when the uh his friend or the guy that sort of works for him, does all his dirty work for him, says, yeah, I hope I'm never on the other side of that smile, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So true. It has that smile, and it's, like, so evil and devilish. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, that's our news. There's a lot out there. Um, It's a lot of positive news for once. It's like... Yeah. Usually it's like, this is canceled. This is canceled. Even the cancellation news is... It's going to be Dexter's going to be canceled in two you know in two years basically. Yeah. <laughs> you still have some time with it exactly. God, I love it. So I went to Disneyland last night. Well, I didn't go to Disneyland. We went to Downtown Disney, and um, excitedly, I bought a fossil bag. I didn't actually go into Disneyland, so it wasn't like I only went. I didn't go on any rides or anything because we didn't go inside. But I went to Fossil and I bought stuff, and I'm very excited about it because I love Fossil. So okay. So it's time to talk about Comic-Con. Woohoo! Yes. Yay! <laughs> I feel so, like, downtrodden. Yay, Comic-Con. Uh, it well, hasn't even started, and I'm, like, I'm already exhausted. It's like, uh, there's some good aspects to it, and there's some bad aspects to it. Like, because everything's at the same time, always. It's, and it's and there's hours where I have nothing to do, except <laughs> eat Froyo, which you can bet I'll be doing. Yes, your your hotel is the perfect one for you. All the press rooms are there, and the yogurt stand is open this year. Yogurt is open. You guys have no idea how excited I am for the yogurt stand. Be like, hey, wasn't Amory just here? <laughs> yes, she was, and she needs a second helping. And what's the best part of it is that it's like, um, it's the self-serve kind. Like a yogurt land. They don't have as many options as yogurt land, but I'll take it. Anyway... What we're really here to talk about is Comic-Con um, and actual panels at Comic-Con. Um, so, first question. 
What panels slash press rooms slash shows are you most looking forward to each day? I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know half of what is going to be there. <laughs> no, like I, have, I have a chart, and I just feel like it's incomplete, which it probably is because I've just not been paying attention. Jason, any? Yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, I definitely have. I have like this list of stuff on the day, but most of it is still like just starting to fill in like times and <laughs> when things are actually going to be taking place and uh, stuff. But I think on uh, Thursday, uh, the psych. Uh, panel and possibly press room those are always good so and i i was interested in possibly going to the or you know the elementary just because i haven't been able to get any information out of cbs about the, yeah. the show and i i'm interested in it but i've got other things happening at the same time but uh, uh for me on thursday is psych and uh also nikita's that day um those are on Friday, I'm kind of interested in community just because of all that has happened with that. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to to see how that uh, that panel and uh, plus they've gotten uh, bumped up to Ballroom 20 this year, uh, so that'll be that'll be interesting. The I'm sure the lines will be long Friday morning to get into that for the first panel of the day. Uh, then also there's tons of other stuff on Friday. Uh, I'm interested in finding out more about uh, Colt, even though that's a mid-season show. Uh, I'm excited about Children's Hospital because I love them. I love those people. Did you say Falling Skies already? Because that's that day. Yeah, and Arrow is on, uh, and The Walking Dead is all on Friday. Um, I'm interested in in finding out more about Defiance, the sci-fi slash video game you know show. That, yeah, I am too. Yes, that looks awesome. I'm sort of surprised that they're, I mean, I guess it is a little bit in advance, but I I can't believe that they're not doing a press room for that, like yeah. uh, just a panel. So, But it is late in the day, so maybe be able to uh, get into that. Yeah. That looks interesting. And then on Saturday, the stuff that uh, I'm most looking forward to are Revolution and The Following, and then also Vampire Diaries and... Uh, and there's a couple other things on. There's a bunch of stuff on that day, but I think the stuff I'm Warehouse 13 also mm-hmm. starts out the day, and they've got bumped up to Ballroom 20 this year as, as yeah. well. So that'll be interesting. There, they've got the uh, that would be the the Chuck time slot at 10 o'clock. Ah, uh, yes, they got the uh, prime spot. So that'll be interesting. And then on Sunday, uh, Sons of Anarchy and Fringe. It's likely that uh, I'll try and get into the panels for. For those since the press rooms are after both of them so i'm excited for sons this year because they're bringing so many people yeah, i know that's the thing that that's the thing that i was so bummed about about the press rooms being at the same time is that fringe it's the last it's the last year but, but sons, for the first time sons, but sons of anarchy is bringing like the whole cast this year i'm really excited which would make uh which would be really cool too so that's like my uh what do you call it? Uh, my biggest. Your Sophie's choice. Yeah, my biggest, my biggest choice. Uh, my sort of biggest dilemma of what, of things, of conflicts. I mean, there's other things that are conflicts that aren't as big a deal, but that's the that's the big one. Mostly because there's nothing else happening on Sunday besides there's Fringe, Sons of An- Sons of Anarchy, uh, BBC America's doing a Doctor Who, and uh, and then also Supernatural has a panel. And but but TV wise, that's pretty much. 
Yeah. That's pretty much it for the big, uh, for the big. Well, I, I guess my favorite is on Sunday, but you didn't mention it. But I guess it's because I'm just me. I'm I'm really looking forward to <laughs> Merlin. Merlin oh, is Merlin, like Merlin. That's my, right. Merlin is. That's yeah, I'm super excited about that. That's like the one thing that I'm like. It's one of my favorite shows. So yeah, I forgot about Merlin. There's five. <laughs> there's five like TV show panels, you know, that are revolve around a TV show. And I forgot about Merlin. And Doctor Who also. I'm super excited about that. Yeah, so there's there's Fringe, Doctor Who, Merlin, Sons of Anarchy. Who's coming for Doctor Supernatural. Who? And Supernatural on Sunday. Do we know who's coming for Doctor Who? I'm not sure. I'd have to check. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Matt will be there, but I didn't know if like. It's going to be Karen, or is it going to be the new person? So what about you, Sandy? What? Uh... I'll mention that. So Merlin is my number one. And then... Is that like your number one overall, uh-huh. or just on Overall. Sunday? Yeah, wow. overall. Yeah, wow. I know I'm weird. I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, what? Walking Dead? No, Merlin, what? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm excited. Of course I'm excited about Walking Dead, too. But but the, the things that I'm personally really looking forward to... Um, attending or either press room or panels would be Merlin Spartacus because I love Spartacus and it's yeah. their last season and all the sci-fi shows of being human Warehouse 13 and Alphas those would be my, my top things at the at Comic Con that's it yeah. I mean I'm looking forward to other things but but really if I can just get those I'm like super happy so well, what about you Amory well I mean I'm very excited about Psych um, Children's Hospital Sons I'm, I'm for some reason like I'm way into not for some reason like it's it's really good this season but I'm way into Falling Skies and I'm really looking forward to like talking to them about it and then I don't know I, I'm just kind of I'm I'm flying by the seat of my pants this year <laughs> I, I'm going to try and get confirmation to as much thing you know as many things as they can and just kind of go from there yeah no there's a, the one of the other conflicts is Walking Dead and Falling Skies press rooms are at the same time luckily I don't watch Walking Dead and I've made a decision this year to like, in previous years, like, I wasn't caught up on, like, Vampire Diaries, but I went to the the press room to, like, you know, like, yeah. to get some some insight on the season or whatever. But I stopped watching it. I'm not going to, you know, like, I'm not going to... Yeah, I didn't go after any press rooms this year, although I didn't really last year, although I think there may have been, like, one that I wasn't really uh, into that much. But I think if I haven't gone after anything that I'm not watching... Yeah. The, the other one that is is weird is like teen wolf press room is on friday and their their panel is on thursday and you're like really thursday there's nothing happening but you schedule your press room on the day where, <laughs> everything's, know, happening? Where everything's happening like you couldn't have found a spot on saturday to like <laughs> really make it a but yeah i think uh i think those there's a there's a lot of stuff you know each day uh, i think the thing that'll be interesting this year is that there are a few shows that are getting Hall H. Yeah. And so there's, you can't just, you know, it used to be you could just sit in Ballroom 20 and you would get all the big TV shows. Uh, but now there's going to be a few of them in other places. And, well, a few of them, you know, in like Hall H. So I think that'll be interesting for how, how, how li- you know, what the lines do and stuff like that. Yeah. Or, uh, and how many people are in Ballroom 20 at any given time. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how that works out. Well, last year, I mean, there weren't that many movie panels. I mean, Hall H was empty a lot of the time, or at least you could just walk right in. And then you had Ballroom 20. I mean, the line was so insane. Like, you literally could not. You, even if you came in three hours early, it was already like you're not getting in. It was already and wrapped was around insane. the park behind the yeah. <laughs> center. So the I think it was because 
you know, that year, because the year before there were a lot of movie stuff, but because the movie stuff was not that interesting last year, everybody said, well, I'm just going to go check out the TV stuff. And they were all in Ball and Penny. And I think it's good that they're kind of separating things so they even the lines out a little bit so that you can't, you know, not everybody's going to just go to Ballroom 20, which is not yeah, made be, for that many people. Yeah, there'll be some big decisions, like if you want to see uh, a, a couple different shows, they're, they're gonna, you're going to have to, you know, head over to, to Hall H to to get in for a few things. Yeah. So that'll be interesting this year. Okay, so we're talking now about what other events or things we're looking forward to. I'm, i got to be honest, I'm really sad about um, Cafe Diem. Is that not coming this year? It's not. Oh, I've never been, so I don't know if it was good or not. I mean, it wasn't like I love their buffalo chicken fingers, but the thing is, that wasn't like the the Cafe Diem thing. That was like the Mary Jane's restaurant thing. So, I mean, it was never about Cafe Diem. It was just that I always liked going there, and it's still going to be there and whatever, but I'm just really sad about Eureka. Isn't it going to be decked out as something else? Well, it's not going to be called anything else, but it's going to be, like, the Defiance place. Like, Sci-Fi's still going to have it, but it's not going to be Cafe Diem. So, yeah, but I don't I think really... Yeah, I think they're going to... Yeah, I think they're going to... Still, though, they're still going to, like, deck it out with Sci-Fi stuff. Oh, sure. You know, it just won't be called Cafe Diem like it was in the past. And that's why I'm sad, because I love Cafe Diem. But you'll still be able to get, you know, $17 chicken fingers and, I know. and I know $18 I will. hamburgers, so... <laughs> <laughs> So there's good news to come so, from this. So there's still something to look forward to, Amory. <laughs> I don't know. I think the other things outside of the, you know, covering or going to panels or press rooms and stuff like that is, uh, is and don't cry, but it's, you know, seeing you guys and, you know, other people at the... I like that you prefaced that with, <laughs> and don't cry. <laughs> is, you know, is, is getting a chance to see fellow... Uh, TV blogger friends and whatnot that uh, you know, occasionally may see at other events around uh, the year, but this is the one where most people end up at it. So that's true. Yeah, it's the evenings and stuff like that of of hanging out and and whatnot that uh, I gotta stop saying whatnot and whatnot. That's become my new word for some reason, and I, <laughs> I really don't like it. And whatnot. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> But, you know, like uh, pizza and salad on Wednesday night. Things like that. Pizza and salad. I'm so excited. Oh, what I is love... that? So we go to my favorite place in San Diego, which I talk about every year. It's Bar Basic on 10th and K. And I just love their salad with um, goat cheese and pears and walnuts and, like, this pear vinaigrette. It's just amazing. And their pizza is really good, too. So it's like a pizza salad thing. Like, we do it every year. We all make sure we go. And everybody's welcome. And it's amazing. Very cool. And they make good, um, like, what is it? They have a, like an alcoholic, they have a Long Island iced tea that's really good. So, you know, I like the place. Amory gets started early. I do get started <laughs> early. So what about, uh, about you, Sandy? What do you, what, what other events or things outside of, you know, press rooms and panels that are you uh, looking forward to? I guess I never really do anything except that, so I don't know. <laughs> <really> know. <laughs> That's really sad. I was like, really? Is there other? I guess I like walking the floor a little bit, and hopefully this year I'll I'll get more time to do it because in previous years I would just only do panels, and this year um, I think we're going to do more just press. um, Nice press room. So hopefully that leaves us time to just kind of wander around and see what else is happening outside of Hall H or Ballroom Twenty. So I guess I'm looking forward to that. 
this year I have to I do have to go to the floor at least once this year. Um, one of my clients asked me if I would go get a limited edition My Little Pony for her daughter, and I'm like, well, I can certainly try, <laughs> but I am making no guarantees because no. Oh, I just thought I was something actually, but it's movie related, but I'm looking forward to that. It, there's like a, I guess it's going to be like a Frank and Weenie kind of expo where they're going to put stuff on. Oh that. yeah. I saw an alert about that. I'm, I'm interested. That movie looks fun. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to go check that out on the floor. I, I, I always say every year that I need to spend more time on the floor. I, I never. There are too go. many people though. Yeah. Yes. Like if you do preview night, it's, it's bad enough. And it just gets worse, I think. So. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that this year, with the uh, with all the press rooms being at the Bayfront, that I I could likely not step into the convention center convention other than center. to pick up my badge. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, there there's a potential for going to a couple panels at the beginning of the days, you know, throughout. But still, it's, it's yeah. just I was just looking at the the way things are scheduled this year and there's there won't be a lot of walking around the convention center between press rooms there'll be a lot of walking around the bayfront so that'll be that'll be interesting to to see yes so that's pretty much it um what smaller tv related panel would you recommend i have two um i don't know if it's going to be very small but the brian fuller panel looks very interesting i'm very intrigued to see this man who i love talk about hannibal and mockingbird lane um for an hour because I love him and he could talk. And I also suggest that everybody, it's not really TV related, but I suggest that everybody go see H+. Um, my friend John's series that's going to be released on YouTube very soon. And that's about it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I'm always surprised by the things that I like read as I go through the schedule. Like, oh, that would be cool. And I just don't go after it. Other people, thoughts? Jason? Um, I think the... The uh, there's one on Friday. It's called "And Then What Happened," and it's got oh, I saw that one too. It's got a bunch of writers from you know yes. some current shows and stuff like that. But they're going to be talking about Dollhouse, Flash Forward, Firefly, and The Middleman of of where things possibly would have went in uh, in future seasons. I thought that one sounded kind of interesting. It's at seven o'clock on uh, Friday night. Yeah, that that was one. And there was a yeah, and the, uh, the other one was a conversation with Brian Fuller sounded interesting, and there was one other one I'm trying to trying to find it on the uh, on the list. There's another one called on Saturdays called the Right Stuff Five, and it has a bunch of uh, they always, they do that every year, don't they? Yeah, this is oh, I guess the, if it's called Five, this is the fifth yeah. one. <laughs> but there's but there's a bunch of uh, of writers talking about uh, they're talking more about actually getting shows made and getting into writing and stuff like that but hmm. still it's a and there was a, also a, a one about uh, building props for sci-fi and it's a bunch of uh, guys and gals that make uh, the different uh, props and gadgets and things that you see for uh, different TV shows and movies uh, that one sounded uh, uh, interesting as well I think those are the uh, those are like the three I think there was another one, uh, Girls Gone Genre, on hmm. on Friday as well, which has like Marty Knoxon and Jane Espenson and some other uh, Gail Names Ankerts that we all know. and some other uh, female writers from 
shows like Buffy and Battlestar and Walking Dead and and I almost said and whatnot. And whatnot. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, those are there's a those are sort of the panels like to look out for uh, that are ac- actually turn out to be a lot of fun because a lot of times they're a little bit easier to get into than yeah uh, trying to get into Ballroom Twenty or something. Uh, but they're still they're still very entertaining to see the the panels and then you know possibly get a chance to ask questions you know they take audience questions and stuff too so those are the ones that i out of the giant list of stuff going on at comic-con that i found interesting (laughs) what about you sandy did you uh well i mean you mentioned a lot of stuff but i was gonna say (laughs) h plus was gonna be one of mine too because we're gonna cover that um for one of our other websites nice um so i've been looking forward to seeing that for a long time, so I'm really excited that's coming. Yeah, I'm there. so happy for John and, and the gang there that it's like finally going to be seen. Yeah, it looks good. Um, and then I guess I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna see Merlin because it's like a small little <laughs> TV thing and I love it. And um, I'm trying to think. Well, Defiance on Sci-Fi, I guess that would be something smaller, and it could be kind of the first look of who knows how it's yeah. gonna end up. But that's that's always fun to kind of go to go see shows that haven't started yet because nobody really cares yet, but you could be one of the first people to see, to see it and be there and support it. So, yeah. That'd yeah. Be cool. yeah. That was like the, the first year warehouse 13 was at comic con and the press room was like, there was like seven people for like, oh, the, no. for like the round tables, you know, and, <laughs> and, you know, like five people in the video line or something. And it was, uh, and I ended up getting the chance to talk to the whole cast individually in the press room. And so, yeah, there's a, the same thing happens with like the panels. It's, it turns out to be really cool to find out about these new things, but easier to get into because less people have, uh, exactly. They're interested in getting into the, you know, the communities and the game of Thrones and yeah, walking dead and, and walking dead yeah. panels and stuff like that. So there's a, there are some good alternatives that are happening at the, at the same time, you know, especially if you're just a movie, uh, a TV fan, and you're looking for you know new things to be yeah. excited about, that's exactly. definitely fun. If you're just a you know a Game of Thrones fan, then this is not going to be yeah. <laughs> this is not going to be this is not going to interest you. But if you're open to discovering new new things, that could yeah, Defiant sounds interesting just based on things that take place over the course of the TV show. Once it starts airing, will affect how things happen in the video game and things that happen in the video game uh, will be known about and could possibly affect how, but you don't, but you won't need to play the video game to understand what's going on in the show. And you won't need to watch the show to understand what's going on in the video game, but there <laughs> will be, I, I just think it's an interesting idea of the crossover in that for some, it'll be really interesting to both play inside that world and watch what's going on and then for others that are just into gaming it'll be you know like uh, it's a multiplayer big giant world to to play in that I I think the game takes place in like San Francisco in you know and it's in the future and the show takes place in like St. Louis or what used to be St. Louis Uh, so I'm interested in it just because the just the whole idea and the massive scale at which they're going at this because it could be (laughs) It's one of those things, like, what if the game becomes really good, but nobody's watching the TV show, or... Oh, true. You know, or how do, you know, how does, how do they continue on if, you know, one, 
one thing doesn't work out quite as well as as they had hoped or so uh, i'm definitely definitely interesting we shall see all right so that's that one more question here what one tip is that would you have for someone who is maybe a newbie um i don't know you don't know (laughs) (laughs) i mean i feel like there's just so many there's so many things that i would say to people like it seems redundant at this point because everybody says it but i mean like deodorize and um don't push people and get some sleep because you won't enjoy yourself if you don't get any sleep (laughs) yeah i I saw somebody posted the uh it was the uh six i think they called it the six two one rule uh get six hours of sleep eat two good meals a day and take one shower (laughs) 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 at a minimum that was like the minimum you should do that's funny. And I thought that was a, that's a pretty good rule to go by. Uh, I think the sort of the biggest thing, if you're going to be, you know, standing in line and going to panels or sitting in ballroom 20 all day or those types of thing is pack some snacks, you know, yes. a, a bottle of water that's refillable because there's water in all of the rooms to be able to refill those throughout the day. Uh, and then some sort of like, you know, protein bars or, easy stuff to carry around because you don't want to buy food in the convention center. No. And it takes too long, even though there's stuff that's not that far away, it still takes too long to get out of the convention center and go eat someplace and then come back. You miss This is all true. This is all true. And so I think that is the, is the biggest thing is that, you know, is, is get a good breakfast and then head in (laughs) and then pack some snacks and protein bars and things, uh, to keep you, uh, throughout the day and then get that second good meal after the con day is over. All true. All good points. All valid. Um, I guess I would say um, don't be afraid to ask if you've never been. Don't be afraid to ask even people in line just to make sure you're in the right place because there's so many people everywhere. Like I remember the first time I was like, what is going on? There are lines everywhere (laughs) and their lines are so long that, you you know, the, the entrance might be a one point in the line, the end of the line is like around the building. So just make sure you're on the right line um, and make sure and, and ask people where the line is, ask people where things are, where you should go. And then also, if you're by yourself, you know, make a friend or get someone to like look at your stuff if you need to go to the restroom or, you know, like keep a space for you. Because if you want to stay in one room the whole day, you're going to need someone to you know, your buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Buddy system is definitely, uh, yeah, definitely if you're going to camp out in, in one room all day, you, yeah, you'll need somebody to be able to watch your stuff because uh, inevitably you will need to take a bathroom trip. <laughs> 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 Sometime between 10 and 7 o'clock while you're in on the case. I mean, more power to you if you don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to ask questions. Uh, but. but yeah, the, the buddy system works. I think uh, another, I think it was it you last year, Sandy, that had the little little chair oh yeah I, I bring chairs yeah it was nice. when i go just, in line just a little teeny like sort of like tripod type of little chair that was very small and easy to carry and i know i have like multiple different like there was one that was really like tiny and then it was not that comfortable but still better than sitting on the floor or just standing and then i i think last year i had like a full fold out chair like like a small one 
that you see on the beach, but like a small that you could just carry on your back. But this year, I probably won't have anything because I'm not going to be sending in money. <laughs> but I thought that that was a good idea. I think somebody was, I think there was a booth too somewhere like on the first day that was giving those away last year. Oh, yeah. There was that not were, a bad idea. Grab those; they're going to be lifesavers. Yeah, if you could grab one of those, if somebody's giving something like that away, or if you can bring just, you know, something that's small and compact that you know you can strap to uh, your Especially backpack or something, but it and it's not super heavy, but definitely comes in handy for you're going to be in line. Yeah, some of those yeah. lines because sometimes you get in line, you get in line early, and you stand there for, and it may move a little bit, but it may be a couple hours before you actually get into. Yeah, the room for yeah. Usually, when you you know, if you go like three hours early, you're just kind of going to stand there for <laughs> at least two hours, and you're not going to move. Yeah, even if you're at the front of the line and and in a spot where you're going to get in, you're yeah, you're just going to be standing there or sitting on the concrete. Which so that's the that's the uh, those are the uh, yeah. I think uh, a, a little chair and food. Yeah, yeah. I think I would eat my breakfast. I would just kind of pack like peanut butter sandwiches or something, and just kind of like put my chair down. Take out my book or something. Eat my eat my sandwich. Waiting for the stuff to open. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I and I and then like you said though, uh, when you're in line, uh, chat up the people around you. Yeah, they're all there for the same reason. If you're all in line for the same thing, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I've met I've met some people, you know, <laughs> in lines that you know you turns out, you know that you still keep in contact with sometimes uh, long after so. That's also another uh, another fun another fun thing of uh, is meet new people. Yes. So yeah, that's uh, that's the I guess our our sort of four question roundtable about Comic Con yes. and uh, but we as always we'd be interested in hearing uh, from uh, listeners uh, of who's who's going. Are there anybody is there anybody that's listening to this that is going to Comic Con this year Be- besides Kyle? We know you're going, Kyle. <laughs> I love it. Although you can leave a comment as well, Kyle. I'm not saying you, don't, you can't. <laughs> Poor Kyle. <laughs> we don't know. We're happy for you. But no, yeah, I'm, in, I'm interested to, to find out uh, you know, who's going and what type of stuff they're looking forward to. Yes. So there you have it. tbtimes3.com slash 142. Let us know. Cool. Okay. So it's time to move on to prime time. We're not talking about a lot this week because we spent some time talking about Comic-Con. Plus, I don't really recall there being much on um, this week. And I, I don't know, last week or whatever, I traveled for most of it. So I'm still in travel mode. But So our first show is Bunhead's Season 1, Episode 3, Inherit the Wind. Wait, did I see this episode now that I'm thinking about it? Is this the episode with the long private road? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> The show, like, I like it, and I'm going to keep watching it, and I, I'm i glad that Amy's voice is, like, out on TV, but I also feel like it's trying a little too hard. I love it, and I didn't think I was going to like it. I still think it's a little weird just because of how the first episode ends and how these things get meshed together because of you thinking of it being more, you know, witty and, and funny at times that... Uh, I don't know. It it seems like this almost is too uh, serious of an event to have some of these things happen within. Uh, yeah. Not that not that like serious things didn't ever happen on Gilmore Girls. You know that was definitely a drama. But I don't know. So far, there's just certain times where 
while I enjoy it, and I definitely enjoy the dialogue and the quips and and the the whole conversation about it being a private road, but there's no sign. Yeah. <laughs> and then you find out later that it's the sheriff that comes down and takes down the sign. And takes the, guy the keeps, sign down. I keep putting Amazing. the sign up. Uh, that there's you know there's stuff that happens that's fun within it, but every once in a while it still seems a little a little strange. Uh, but I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely digging it, and I think you know a few episodes down the line uh, where it'll be able to really find itself, and it won't be so much revolving around sort of the sadness of the way the first episode ended. Right. I don't know. I mean, I I like the cast. I like Sutton Foster a lot more than I ever thought I would. I don't know. I'm just really happy that it's on, and. I, I just hope that more people. I mean, I think the ratings have been getting better every week. I think, but because the ratings were pretty dismal in the in the premiere. But um, I don't know. I just really wanted to succeed because I think ABC Family needs to do more of that and less of the Secret Life of the American Teenager. <laughs> the show that just hit a hundred episodes, <laughs> like last yes. week. Yes, the show made a hundred episodes. Oh, uh, unbelievable. It just, it breaks my heart. Oh my God. That's horrible. But anyway. Um, okay. Is that enough about Bunheads? I think that's enough about Bunheads. Yeah. Um, uh, Saving Hope, season one, thus far. I don't, I haven't watched it, even though everybody knows I love Michael Shanks, whatever. Uh, I don't like Erica Durance at all. Um, so it's kind of hard for me. But the only thing I know about the show is that there's a lot of lens flares, apparently. Yes, there is. <laughs> and that's like what everybody has commented about the lens flares. To it think it's hysterical. The, it's the worst lighting effects I've on any show I've ever seen, and not for a purpose. It just is happening. Well, the, I thought it was funny that she said on Twitter that if only it only appeared when we were in the afterlife. It's like it would make sense, but unfortunately, <laughs> it happens all the time. Yes. And that was my thought. When I first saw it. I thought. Oh, that's kind of okay. I guess they, they're using the lens flare for to let us know this is, you know, the dead people. And then right. you're like, wait, no, it's like on every scene. Why, why are they using it all the time? I don't understand. And yeah, yeah, where there's this lens flare that comes across the face of somebody, like it's <laughs> it's in front of somebody. It's like obstructing your view of the person who's talking, and you're like. <laughs> How does this make it through editing? How does this get filmed this way? Like I don't, I don't understand it. Because at first I thought, I was like, is it? And then I kept watching closer in the first episode. And I was like, no, this is happening all the time. And it would have totally made sense if when Michael Shanks appears after he dies, you know, in you know the sort of afterlife world or whatever's going on, if that was sort of the lighting effect of of what was going on to tell you. Yeah. Then it would totally work, or uh, or when he sort of appears or something to somebody, uh, or some such thing that that type of stuff. But when, <laughs> but when the lighting is obstructing the view of the actors, <laughs> somebody should complain. <laughs> like, uh, if you're an actor on that show, you'd be like, um, the lighting is cutting me out. Uh, I'm I'm not getting as much screen time as I want. <laughs> I wonder if there are people. Like, are there people complaining? I don't know. I don't know. There should, they should be. <laughs> they I think, should. yeah, there's a lot of conversation about the There's lens. a lot of people watching it that are complaining. 
about it. Yes, there are. But, you know, I, I, I have to say I like the show, but I realized that I like it because of the actors and then because I do like Erica Durant's from because I liked her in Smallville and Michael Shanks and um, I forgot the name of the other guy from Vampire Diaries. But, oh, uh, Daniel Gillies, right? Yeah. So I like all three of them, and I probably just watched the show because of that. <laughs> just hope. But I don't. I don't dislike the stories. I just, you know, if it, if it were anybody else, I probably would have been like, eh, it's okay. But because they're in the in the show, I think I just kind of enjoy it more. I just, I just wish they would give uh, Michael Shanks more to do than just kind of be by himself and just talk to some people that are dying. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To. Uh... To, to try and give advice to the the dead or that then go back and then do die, but he really doesn't know what's going on, so it it all makes for just weird storytelling. There's I don't know the show's not all that great overall. I, I think ultimately I think the interest was is that there was the cast was from people that you had known and liked from other things. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, I think it's like. Uh, it's 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 worse than Rookie Blue. <laughs> like, no, Rookie Blue is like really good. Why would you even compare that to Stephen? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I don't know that I agree because I I mean I don't know. I There's don't no lens flares in Rookie Blue. At least you can <laughs> see <true>. everybody. <laughs> There's no lens flares. In, that should be the motto. There's no lens flares in Rookie Blue. Hysterical. Right, speaking of hysterical. What? Oh, <laughs> moving on from lens flares. I was like, what is happening to awkward? There was a comedy. Two. The next thing was a comedy. I thought that would be a good transition, but... Obviously. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. Yeah. Um, season two, episode one, Resolutions. Actually, I love this I, show. Oh, I was going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> I love this show. <laughs> it's just so good. It's so smart and fun and... I love everyone on it, and I love everything that everyone's doing. And I mean, I, I could just—I just need to gush about the show. Like, it's not even like I want to talk about something specific. It's just everything about the show is fantastic to me. Who would have thought, right? Because the first time I watched it, I was like, I guess, I guess I'll give it a shot. And then yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this is like really good. And then you keep watching, and you're like, oh my god, this is really, really, really good. Yeah. Why, like? why isn't anybody talking about this? And then suddenly, you know, I think people started watching a little more, but yeah, it's great. It's funny. It's uh, smart. It's, it's the performances are good. Uh, you really care. There's a love triangle. I mean, it's like, what else could you ask for? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it is really, really good. I mean, and it, I think it definitely did over the first season. It just continued to get better. Like, they really found themselves, and I think sort of early on, really, and uh, in in the first season, of what the show was going to be, and just the writing is so good on, on this show. And, yes. And then the, the different performances and the individual characters that they've created uh, are, you know, everybody is just watchable. Like, you just want to see what's gonna, what they're going to do next, uh, what sort of wacky situation are they going to end up in uh are they you know what kind of advice is the counselor going to give (laughs) (laughs) exactly uh like she's the best she's the best character on tv right now now oh my god uh only her would show up 
at like a party. To she said to her, to "Oh, your hair's all your hair's all messed up." And she's like, "What? What happened to my hair?" God, what do you mean? Oh my God! I know she's like, "No, it's not. It's perfect." I can't even. Uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, and everything. Yeah, everything that they've got going on around the, you know, even you know, with there's a there's a love triangle and and stuff. But what they're doing with it, you know, and everything around it is that it doesn't seem like oh, there's another love triangle. Exactly. You know, type of thing. <laughs> it's like you, I'm rooting for everybody. The characters are so well written in this that, and it's just funny. Yes. That, that you just, uh, you know, even the the sort of mean girl type of you know character stuff. You still sort of feel sorry for her because you've seen what her parents are like, and exactly and, and everybody, everybody. You you sort of like everybody, even the people that you don't are sort of not supposed to like, kind of. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you, they've. I think they've done some things within this show that make it not typical, yes. even though you have a lot of typical situations. Exactly, agreed. And the oh. second episode of the season was genius. I, I mean, seen that yet. It, it could very easily go like into the um, offensive category because it it kind of tackles the Asian stereotype. Because Ming is trying to like branch out a little bit, it's just, it's genius, <laughs> and it, I mean, the show never lets it go to a place where it's offensive. It could very on another show it would it would very easily veer off, but not on this one. It's incredible. Um, so yeah, so that's prime time, prime time for tonight, today, this week, whatever. <laughs> um, talking reality, I. When I first, when we first started talking about recording, because we were going to record on Monday and then I was work late, long story short, um, I've watched now more episodes of everything since then. And I will say this, I'm so glad that the people I don't like are gone on Around the World in 80 Plates. Um, but I also don't care who wins. Like, it's one of those shows where I'm just like, well, oh, I guess I'm still watching it. Yeah. So congratulations, I guess, to the winner. I'm not even sure at this point what they win. <laughs> Um, so I've really been paying attention, obviously. Uh, on Design Star, they continue to keep cutting off like the people I don't like because they know that I watch HGTV and that I love HGTV. I mean, I don't know if it's all about me, but clearly HGTV cares about what I like and what I don't like, and they're getting rid of all the people I hate. And then also on the next Food Network Star, if Martita isn't gone soon, I'm going to punch someone. That's all I have to say about that. I mean, knowing knowing me, like, my luck with the show, she's going to be the winner. Because, I mean, they seem to respond to her very well. But I think she's very inauthentic. And that drives me insane. So there you have it. That's just a quick reality. I'm sure there's other stuff that's been on. Oh, you know what? It hasn't premiered yet, but here's a little tidbit with regards to reality. Don't watch Beverly Hills Nannies. Because you shouldn't. It's just... Ugh. Anyway... I, yeah, there you have it. I agree. We were. I was talking about this, I think, with Ray, about how, um, like, they have, they, this is supposed to be, like, this documentary, but they happen to have footage from two months ago. Like, if it was just supposed to start filming, like, I don't know. It just seemed weird to me. I don't know. But maybe it could be, like, what's the word? A guilty pleasure? I don't even know if it's a guilty pleasure, but rather, like, just guilty watching. Well, it almost seems like it's the, uh, instead of the real housewives, it's the real nannies. Yeah, dealing, true. <laughs> dealing with it's the true. real housewives of <laughs> of Beverly exactly. Hills. That's exactly what it is. So yeah, that's reality. So we just want to talk a little bit of TV on DVD. Releases for July 10th, 2012. 
I'm going with The Glade Season 2 and Warehouse 13 Season 3 because I think they would make a good addition to anybody's collection. Those are my picks as well, just because I, you know, I love both of those shows. And uh, if you're uh, a Glades fan, uh, look for a giveaway for the Glades season two on TVholic.com. It should be out. Alert. It should be out by the. It should be posted by the time this episode posts. So, uh, and if you want twice the chances to win, uh, Kyle over at NoReruns.net.net has a giveaway for it as well. Nice, two chances to win. So there you have it, folks. That's our show for today. Oh, wait, no, Sandy did. You're not going to let Sandy go. say what? Oh, that's okay. Gonna you know, say, like, I'm not a big, I'm not a big, like, DVD, uh, TV on DVD person. I don't get that many, but, you know, I was looking at the list, and I guess your guys already talked about Warehouse 13, so that would be the only show that I actually care about this week, so. Yeah, what else was on the list? Some weird stuff was on the list, I feel like. But, yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> not at all. No, no. I'm having one of those days where I just keep talking over people. <laughs> What else is new? Let's be honest. Um, I'll say it. <laughs> yeah, so that's our show for the day. You know where to find us online. Thank you to Sandy for joining us. And we'll see Sandy in San Diego <laughs> next week. Thanks for having me. Um, yay. Anytime, honestly. Anytime Sandy wants to come back, Sandy's welcome. I kind of goes without saying everybody's welcome, but... Cause that made me sound like I'm like anytime Sandy wants to come back, she's welcome. But then I was talking like somebody else can. I didn't mean to that imply that either. So let me just cover all my bases. Everyone's welcome all the time. Um, yeah, see, that's why you know that's why you don't start thanking people at the Academy yeah, Awards. Forget your wife. You're gonna forget your husband. It's it's not gonna happen. Um, yeah. So you know where to find us. TVTimes3.com/slash142. Is that this week? Um, spell it all out. Not the 142. Use it on the yeah, um, yeah, you're not going to get there if you spell out 142. And if you take the time to spell out 142, more power to you. Um, I love like it's a long phrase, but I feel like it would be a waste of your time. TV. What is it? Stitcher.com slash TV. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter. The usual places. Yeah, uh, reviews, uh, thumbs up uh, are always appreciated. Thumbs up are always appreciated. On, on, on the various platforms. Um, we like positive feedback. What was Kyle's question? Didn't Kyle ask us a question? Hang on, I'll look it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna type for a minute. This is me typing. A message from Kyle. It might not even be related to anything, but here we go. Ah, here's one. It's about the website. Is there any way to describe? Nope. To subscribe to new slash follow up comments on posts. I see they get updates via email, but I assume that's just for new posts and not comments. I didn't see a checkbox when commenting to allow me to be notified of follow-up comments. Care to discuss? And the answer is you can now. You couldn't, you couldn't <laughs> when you did it. You can now that you've asked the question. If you leave a comment, there is a checkbox underneath that you can check, and it, you will get an email uh, sent to you if somebody replies to uh, nice. the, the comments as well, so you can see what other people have posted uh, and uh, maybe create a little bit of a conversation in the uh, in the comments section. I thought that was already installed on there, but it turns out it wasn't or it got it taken off. So Cool, cool. So, that's our show. Awesome. I can't wait to edit this. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot of click-clacking in the background of me tapping on my keyboard. La. That was a fake typing that I just did there. Um, but yeah, because I didn't realize I was making enough noise. For, that it was For effect. <laughs> it was all for effect, exactly. Now I can extract that out, and I can put 
keyboard clacking behind anything now. Exactly. You can use it. It's, I did that for you. I did that for you for use in the future. Um, and that's it. That's our show for the night. And who's next week? Well, no, is there a show uh, next week? That's uh, next week. Uh, no show during Comic-Con week. We're not doing a podcast that week. Uh, but I'm trying to work on uh, sometime the week after of... Uh, of getting a, a couple people that have gone to Comic-Con to uh, come on and talk about uh, Comic-Con. That makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> talk yes. about what we did and then also possibly talk about some shows that have uh, aired over the, the last couple of weeks. So at least there'll be at least one week gap, possibly a two-week gap, depending on how uh, sometimes the, the week coming back from uh, Comic-Con is hard to uh, find a time. Everybody's trying to get back into their normal <laughs> work and schedules and stuff like that so uh but i think uh, possibly carla from uh click clack and tv diehard uh said she would uh she could probably be on and so cool that and somebody else um we shall see and then the week after that would be i think it'll be uh amory and ray and myself oh, i'll be back cool in, in three weeks so that's what you have to look forward to on from tv times three previews there's our preview all right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, I got to go because I made Jen stay quiet for too long. She's going <laughs> to kick me out. All right. See you next week. All right. Bye. See you guys. Bye. We sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. Okay, I've hit the record button. Sandy, say something. Hello. And Amory. Hello. All right. You are officially being recorded, so. <laughs> I feel bad. I'm sitting in Jen's kitchen. Jen, is it okay if I'm sitting here talking in your kitchen? Yes. Okay. Fine. <laughs> just checking. Because she's working and I want to make sure before I start, like, just chatting away about TV. We just had sprinkles cupcakes and it was amazing. And I'm, I just said I want to eat two, but I can't eat just sprinkles all day. You can't. No, I mean I could, <laughs> but I'm not going to. Do. That was Jen, Susie Q, Jenny, who just made a voice appearance on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, all right, we can start now. Here and there, and you're like, "What is that?" And then decided to check it out since it was playing right after the Glades, and and I'm repeating back on myself. I can hear myself coming back at me. I don't know where it's coming from. Okay, I'm going to hang up and then recall, and then I'll just edit this part out. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. All right, bye. Hello. Hello. Okay, I don't hear myself uh, echoing back, so we'll see if when Emery comes up. It might be. It's all her fault. <laughs> if it's just coming back from her somehow. Okay, Emery. Are you there? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. It took me forever to actually hit the button this time. All right. Well, like, my computer was frozen around me, and I, like, couldn't push the button. Like, is it one of those joke buttons that kept moving around every time you got close to it? And then it's like, you win. All right. Okay. I don't hear myself again, so start back up. Is this going to happen every time? I hope Um, not. So we were talking about Longmire, right? Um, God, I love it. So I went to Disneyland last night. Well, I didn't go to Disneyland. We went to downtown Disney, and um, excitedly... I bought a fluffle bag. That was a oh, lost Amory. Yeah. Oh. Hello. Feedback. You Hello? dropped out. Yeah. Hello. You're back. This is going to be an awesome one to edit.
Amory, are you there? Hello. Wow. Hey. That's funny. I could hear her. <laughs> I know. I can hear her, too. There's a problem with this call. Hello? Okay, are you back? Hello? Okay, I'm going to hang up on her and then call back myself. Okay. Busy? What? <laughs> just... She's probably calling at the same time. <laughs> uh... Hello? 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 Amory. God, that's so loud. <laughs> uh. Oh, she texted. Huh. You can hear me, but I can't hear you. What is happening? Hang on. Tools. Options. <laughs> Maybe we should try to, like, help everybody. I can hear you. I can hear you. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I had like somehow I don't know what happened, but my options like changed, and all of a sudden it went to like some random thing, and I'm like, um, I'm in the middle of a conversation here. Yeah, well, you're like much louder than you were too. I don't know. What's we hear like a bit loud noise and like some typing. We're like, whoa, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> uh, all right, I will try to avoid typing. <laughs> <laughs> so you were talking about Disneyland or? These are the things that I'm excited about in life. I thought you said you weren't going to type. I didn't type. I can hear somebody oh, wait, typing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not typing. That's funny. You're hearing like, you're picking up phantom sounds. This now. is going to be an awesome. It's going to be amazing. Let's not, let's not even worry about okay. it. Good luck editing it, yeah. Jason. <laughs> That's going to be fun. This one's definitely going to need some editing. <laughs> can you hear that? I'm typing now. Yeah, yes, I can hear that. Oh, then I wonder where the speakerphone is, is picking me up. Okay, because I was barely typing. Anyway, that was just a test. I'm not typing anymore. <laughs> a test of the um, emergency typing network? Yes. It was only a test? Where'd Amory go? She's still there. <laughs> it sounds like she left. Uh, no. Uh, Amory? <laughs> Amory, where did you go? Sorry. I had, to, I had to run to get something, and I thought I could make it by the time you guys were finished your sentence. But I obviously didn't. So anyway, uh, good segue the, the, into... I, I predict the after-closing music on this podcast is going to be the longest ever. It's going to be like 12, 12 hours long. It's going to be amazing.